0: Welcome to 2021, our year of the supernatural. We believe that in this year, as prophesied, your life will go above and beyond the natural, and that it will be positively and supernaturally changed through this sermon. The teaching you're about to listen to by our anointed shepherd, Pastor Boni Bahati, will challenge you, strengthen, and transform you to live the victorious life you were created to enjoy. Listen and be blessed. We've been looking at a series. We've been looking at a series. Uh, what? Fathers and a loss. Fathers and a loss. And we looked at 10 reasons. Is it 10 or 15? How many reasons have we looked at so far? You have forgotten. How many reasons why why a son needs to be an a loss? 11 reasons. Fantastic. So we are looking at Another 11. I don't think this monitor is on. Number 12. We said an alos is another of the same kind, right? We said there's, there's, there's alos and there's heteros. Heteros means another of a different kind. Alos means another, another, another of the same kind. Heteros means? another of the same kind also means another of the same kind so uh, number 12 a reason why a son must become an alos is because a son must become an alos because he makes it makes him a member of a peculiar group or it makes him a member of a particular group it makes him a member of a particular group it makes him or her a member of a particular group now, when you become an alos, you become a member of a unique group of people who are of the same kind like you. That is to say, you become a member of a group of people who have some things in common like you. So a son should become an alos because he becomes a member of a particular group. Now, human beings are wired to always want to associate to certain groups, right? You always want to belong to a certain social uh, there. <laughs> You always want to belong to a certain social standing or social status. You want your your, your group to appear a certain way, to behave a certain way, to look a certain way. That's how human beings are, right? That's why girls, pretty girls want to be in the company of pretty girls. Not-so-pretty girls want to be in the company of not-so-pretty girls who are girls want to be in the company of girls. Want to be in the company of girls who are girls? Instagram girls. Want to be the company of Instagram girls. Because there's there's something in you that always wants to associate in a particular certain group. So when you become an alos, you automatically become a member of a particular group of people who think in a certain way, behave in a certain way, act in a certain way, believe certain things, so when you become an allows, for example, you become a greater lover. Greater lovers have certain characteristics that if you look at someone, you, you may not know them personally, but you, lo- you may look at how they behave, and you say, this guy behaves like he must be from TGL. He might be a greater lover. And if you go deeper to probe, you come to realize that actually this guy is a greater lover, because they behave in a certain way, act in a certain way, think in a certain way, produce certain results, believe in certain things, are we in agreement? So when you become an alos, you automatically become a member of, a certain, of, of such a group. So you, be, you, be, you, you now begin to fellowship freely with people who have similar challenges like you and similar experiences. Because the truth about life is you either have challenges, similar challenges, or similar experiences. And in most cases, you have both. People who have similar challenges equally have similar experiences. For example you have a similar challenge with a broke guy. In the sense that you're all broke. When you receive miracle money, you have a similar experience. <laughs> the challenge is the same. The experience of receiving miracle money is the same. People who are single have certain challenges that are very similar to each other. An example is in the month of July, you might have to Eye on your bed sheets. People who are married have certain challenges that are the same. They think about, if you stay around married women, they'll be telling you, you know, I've not done shopping. I've not, I don't know, I've not cooked. You cannot hear a single person talking about those things. I've not done shopping. For who? For what? How? So, because when you're in that marriage group, you have a particular Fellowship that you have that has particular challenges and particular experiences. So a son must become an alos because he belongs to a particular group. For example, the people in Machakos, they are an alos of us. So they belong to our group. Right? So they think like us. They behave like us. The people in Nyeri, the people who are going to come from the different nations, you might be looking at one person and you say, this guy looks like me. He behaves like me. So you have the opportunity of belonging to a particular group. Yeah. Uh, there, there are groups that are called, um, for example, a group I know, it's called the Washington Fellowship. Washington Fellowship, a lot of Kenyan scholars, top Kenyan scholars, want to be part of the Washington Fellowship. So they even apply and join the Washington Fellowship. Because being in that group exposes you to certain experiences that being in the in, in Nazarene Fellowship does not expose you to. Right? But when you're part of the the UN fellowship, or Nelson Mandela fellowship, when you're part of such a fellowship, it gives you certain experiences. Yeah. But now if you're a part of Busaya fellowship, okay, even that has experiences, but they're not as the experiences of, so a son must become an alos because they belong to a particular group of people. A particular group of people. That thinks like them, acts like them, behaves like them, and does almost everything like them. So it is important for you to want to become an alos. Because when you're an alos, you belong to this particular group that you even feel free to be around. Do you know how kind of groups that are not going to feel I don't belong here? Eh? Social? Yeah, your social battery is low. Social battery, I hear social battery is when you're in a particular group of people who think like you, your battery is full. When they don't think like you, your battery is low. So your social battery is always on low. Because you're trying to fit into a group that you don't belong in. You're trying to fit in a group of people who will get 5,000 per week. <laughs> social battery, Zero. Where in Chama per week? You'll actually do well. I'm do you are trying to fit into a group that is not yours? You can't be relaxed there. You'll always be tensed. You'll be tense, right? You're always stressed because you don't belong there. You are trying to get a house that you pay 10,000 because people are paying their houses 10,000. And you know clearly you can't afford that. Even your faith has not yet gotten to that level of paying 10,000. Your faith is at 5,000. You are living in a bubble, a fake bubble. Just go to where you belong. Go down to where you belong. Are we together? That's why you need to become an Number 13. A son must become an because that is how you'll find your way in ministry. You become an because that's how you find your way in ministry. How many would want to be pastors here in the future? Some of you would want to become pastors and you don't go for love group, like, like Susan. Yeah, you want to become a pastor and you don't attend love group. How can you become a pastor? Let me see again, how many want to become pastors? You can do better, like straight, don't do this. I want to see the faces so that I pray for you. Father, I want to thank you for these hands that are lifted up. They are desiring a good thing. The Bible says he that desires the office of a bishop desires a good thing. Father, I know this desire cannot come unless you've placed it in them. This desire is not an ordinary desire. It's a supernatural desire. Lord, I ask that you will follow this desire through and perform it. Let them one day stand before men and minister to them. And let them remember this day, Lord, that they lifted their hands and their life changed. In Jesus' name, amen. You know, I've remembered a story of a certain man of God. He's a man, he, he has, he he's a great man of God. He's from Malaysia, Kuala Lumpur. So he says one time he was, he was, he was, I think 13 years, and he was in Australia. So the pastor asked that night, how many would want to become pastors? So he just lifted up his hand like that, and the pastor made a prayer. And that was it. But he says from that night, there's this longing in his heart that he had that his law degree and his law career could not satisfy. So he practiced. He had done law. He practiced after graduating. He had done law and accounts. So he practiced law for five years. After the fifth year, he felt like he can't go any more. Any longer in law. So he quit and joined ministry. And right as you speak, he's a pastor of a global church with a footprint in 15 countries. Yeah. From just lifting up your hand like that. Because that desire you have is a supernatural desire. Nobody, none, you, you cannot find such a desire in young people easily. Most of them are desiring to become kamageras, drivers. They are desiring things that are so trivial. If you ask them, by the way, what do you think, what do you want to become in future? They begin to mumble words. They don't know what they want. They wonder, what is this that I want? I don't know. So, when you become an alos, you eventually find your way in ministry. Because uh, the truth is, many people are called into the ministry, but they don't know how to walk in that road of ministry. So when you become an alos, God makes sure that you have a clue And not only do you have a clue, you know how to walk in it. So you might be seeing many men of God who don't know how to climb into higher heights in ministry. And you're wondering why then why didn't they know how to climb these this, this heights in ministry? The problem is they are not a loss of someone. If you ask them who is, who is your father, they don't have a father. Look, one of the greatest blessings you'll have is someone called a father. Or if you don't want to call him a father, you can call him a mentor. A mentor is so important to your life. There are people who are important in your life. The first person who is important to your life is your parents. Right? By the fact that they brought you into this world, they are important. But do you know your parents can only take you too far? Your parents can only take you too far. They can't take you beyond some point. Your parents can. Some of you, your parents, are not, not able to take you beyond high school. The only thing you have is a form 4 certificate. That's how far they could take you. Or some of you, the farthest your parents could take you is a degree. A degree. That's the only thing you have. Now, after your parents, the next important people or the next important person in your life is a mentor. Because a mentor paints a picture of your future. Actually, a mentor is a reflection of your future. He's, when you see, when you look yourself in the mirror, what you see is actually who you are, right? So a mentor is that reflection you see on the mirror. When you're looking at a mentor, he's the mirror. So what you see in him is what you're seeing in yourself in the future. That's who a mentor is. And you can only, you can only have a mentor if you've agreed to be an Aloose. Because mentor, mentorship is about reproducing yourself. It's what the Bible talks about, that Paul was saying that I pour myself out as a drink offering. Because mentorship is about pouring yourself out as a drink offering. So, you cannot pour out yourself in people who don't believe in you. Or people who don't want to become like you. What business do I have trying to mentor someone who wants to be be a pilot? What business do I have? Can I make you a pilot? Like, logically speaking, do you have the power to make you a pilot? If you want to be a pilot, who can easily be your mentor? Another pilot, right? Because he knows what to do. me, I've never, I've never, I've never flown a, pli- a plane. Like, I've never been there sitting on a cockpit. I've never even sat on a cockpit. But one day, we'll sit in cockpits. That's one of my dreams, to sit in a cockpit. When it is landing, even you will sit in a cockpit one day. Not to fly it, eh? just to sit there, to see how they land and how they take off.' pick a corner, pick a corner. Turn So when you become an loss, you easily find your way in ministry, because you don't know how to go about ministry. You don't know which road to take. So if right now I ask you, those who have the desire to become pastors, do you know how you can become a pastor? Do you know how you can become a pastor? Do you know the route you can take? The formula you can take to become a pastor? Koi, do you know? Benjamin, do you know? Patience, do you know? But if you follow somebody, you can easily become that. Because the person you're following knows the way. One time we were going somewhere. I think we were with uh, uh, Victor here. And they they were the car ahead of me. So when they, when, they went, when they went ahead of us, they found traffic. So when they found traffic, they called us and told us, don't come this route, because if you come this route, you'll find traffic. So use a different route. So by virtue of us following them, we were saved from entering into a traffic snarl. So we ended up getting to the place we were going, faster than them, because we were following. That's the beauty of following. When you follow someone, He tells you, don't come this way. Because people waste time in the process of experimenting. You waste time experimenting. You're trying to see which one will work. Which boyfriend will work. Do I want the tall, dark, and handsome? Or the short, slim, and and handsome? Do I want those with biceps? Do I want those without? Do I want those with beards? The beard gang? Or do I want those... Would you like? So, in the process of trying to experiment, you waste so much time. Because you, you end up kissing many frogs, as they say. Some of you girls, you've kissed many frogs. Your lips are smelling like frogs now. Because of the frogs you've kissed, you've kissed, you've, you've kissed different species of frogs. Eh? I'm shouting, yeah? You've kissed different species of frogs. You've kissed frogs that swim in water, frogs that walk on land. You've kissed flying frogs. You've kissed poisonous frogs. But if you had a mentor, he would have easily guided you and told you, that's a frog, don't kiss it. Wait for your prince. Yeah, that's the rule of a mentor. He goes before you, you don't need to experiment. You don't need to go through the same route he has gone through. So if you want to join ministry, follow someone who is in ministry. Look, the the reason why I'm able to do much in ministry is because I'm following someone. I'm following someone. So I don't need to go through experiments. I don't need to reinvent the wheel. I don't need to reinvent the wheel. The messages I'm preaching to you are not unique and new. All these are his messages. He's preached them. I don't need to sit down and say, "Now, Lord, I want a revelation direct from heaven. I want a revelation. No, I just need to listen to what he has said. I catch it, I teach it. That's why Paul told Timothy, now that you've entrusted what you've received from me to other trustworthy men, entrust what you've received from me to other trustworthy men who will entrust in turn entrust it to other men. Because that's the beauty of mentorship. So, a loss helps you enter into ministry easily. Look, do you think it was easy for Peter to enter ministry? Peter, was it easy for him? Was it easy for Judas to enter ministry? Was it easy for John to enter ministry? Was it easy for Bartholomew to enter ministry? It was not easy. It became easy when Jesus came into the picture. Because he had been called from the foundations of the earth, the Bible says, "Before I formed you in your mother's womb, I knew you and predestined you." So, at the foundations of when the foundations of the earth were being laid, God knew that the disciples of Jesus would be Peter, Bartholomew, John, Matthew. He knew all that, but it would have been hard for them to enter into ministry if Jesus never came. And not only Jesus coming, if they never allowed themselves or accepted. That they should follow who? Jesus. Because they became an loss of who? Jesus. So they ended up in ministry because they followed who? Jesus. Neighbor, you cannot enter ministry if you're not willing to be an loss. Yeah, doesn't work, man. You will really struggle. You will struggle. And not only ministry, so many things in life even if you want to get married, hang around married people. You'll get married because they will try and paint a picture of what marriage is. If you are single people, do you do know what marriage is. Do you know how to treat your husband? Do you know how to treat your wife? It's an imagination. All that you have is imagination. They're not reality. That's why we can figure out a ground between different. because what you have in your head is pure imagination. But if you stay around Pastor V, she's married. So she will tell you, by the way, what you are saying is not what marriage is. She may not even sit you down. I can tell you now, I want to talk to you about marriage. Pastor says, no. She won't sit you down, perhaps, but in her conversations, you will pick a thing or two about marriage that will make your marriage better, if you're married. And if you're not married, that will make when you get married, your marriage will be better because you become a loss. That's why doctors use the principle of a loss when they are being trained. Watch one, assist one, do one. That's the, that's the philosophy of doctors. They are told, watch one doctor perform a surgery. Assist one doctor perform a surgery. Then do one yourself. That's what a loss is. If you want to follow, if you want to enter into ministry, you must become an loss. Because ministry is a huge mountain. Where do you, know, do you even know how to start climbing a mountain? How do you even know how to start climbing Mount Kenya? Which side do you start from? If you go alone without a tour guide, Utanzia was Even just getting the gear, okay. Forget even Mount Kenya. Mount Kenya is so big. Gong Hills. If you go, hey, If you go to Gong Hills, I said if you go, but you didn't hear. It's good. If you go to Gong Hills, and you don't know how to climb Gong Hills, Utanzia said, "Gani? Do you know where you start from?" It's so ambiguous in a sense that you don't understand even how to start it. But if you have a tour guide, he tells you this mountain is climbed from this point. Then we'll go this way. And then when you get to that point, we will turn this way. (laughs) I don't know whether you're understanding me. That is what a loss is. A loss helps you find your way into ministry. Because when you become an Alos, the road to accomplishing the same things becomes clear now. So you don't try to be unique. You don't try to be special. You don't try to be different. You just become an Alos. And the process of becoming an Alos, you become like someone else. So you use the same techniques they have used. You use the same same things they have used, the same ideas, the same concepts, the same mentalities. So if you want to enter into ministry, you have to follow very closely. Because in the process of following closely, you become an alos. And in the process of following, you preach what has been preached. You pray the same way people have prayed. You don't need to get something in you. You just listen to how your pastor prays, you pray like that. That's how you even learn how to pray, by the way. Me, nobody told me, sit down, I teach you how to pray. Open your mouth and say, Baba, Katika, Gina, La, Yesu. I was just listening to Pastor Jimmy praying. And I would pray like he's praying. It's called learning by observation. Learning by observation. Learning by observation. Learning by observation. You look at something. Then you say, I want to become that. And that takes intelligence, by the way. Not many people can learn by observation. It takes intelligence. A lot of you, you're not learning. You've been seeing me, but you don't learn. You don't learn how to dress. You dress like a bag. And you've been looking at me for five years. You dress like a carpenter. Because you don't want to learn by observation. Your hairstyle, we have to tell you, undo your hair. Because you don't want to learn by observation. <laughs> so when you become an you use the same techniques. You follow the way they follow. You preach the way he preaches. You pray the way he prays. You seek God the way he seeks God. You love God the way he loves God. You have a close relationship with God the way you see your pastor having a relationship with God. So by that, you become another of the same kind. If anything, you become a better of the same kind. Because do you know when you're watching someone do something, when you're watching someone do something, then you do it after watching. You actually do it better. Do you realize that? Okay, like in golf, how how you learn how to to play, you look at a pro, a professional player. Today, the people I've been with. I've been with some people speaking like that, by the way. That's the influence. That's the power of, of association. I want to go from here to Tanzania. <laughs> and I was laughing the whole day. If they listen to this, they'll be saying, hey. <laughs> so how, how you learn golf is you observe how a pro, a professional player, plays. Then he tells you, do what I have done. So you look at him. You hold the club. You swing how, how you saw him swing. And you learn it. And you actually do it. And sometimes you might even do it better than the, than, the, than the other person. Because anything that you do after observing, you do it in a better way. Yeah, you do it in a better way. If you have a mentor in marriage, you become better in marriage. If you have a mentor in life, you become better in life. Yeah, you become better in life. Unlike someone who doesn't have a mentor, a lot of young people don't know the power of mentorship. They have no mentors. Ask around, even Satan knows about mentorship. Even Satan knows about mentorship. That's why he fights you from ever trying to come into contact with your mentor. He tries to make sure you will never get into contact with your mentor. Or if you get into contact with your mentor, you'll have prejudices. Or you want your mentor to look a certain way. You know your mentor is not your friend. Your mentor is not your cheerleader. He's not your cheerleader. You don't, do, you don't just do something small than he says, wow, you're doing well. Sometimes they, they see you've done well and they keep quiet. Because your mentor is not your friend. Your mentor is not your cheerleader. Your mentor keeps you on toes. He wants a better version of you. So he might never appreciate you. There are people in this church, I've never told them you are doing well. And I will never. They should never wait for it. They should never wait for it. I've never told them. Anytime I see them, I see what they are not doing. (laughs) When I see them, I see what they are not doing. (laughs) Katunga, I will never tell you, oh, Katunga, you are now doing it. You are not slaying. I will never. You are not slaying. If I do that, I make you become complacent. Because I'm not, that should be, the person who should do that is your friend. Your friend should cheer you up, should encourage you to keep going. Me, my business is not to encourage you. My business is to challenge you. That's my work. The work of a mentor is to challenge, not to encourage. Look, I can tell you the number of times Pastor Jimmy has told me congratulations. It was only once. Once, for how many years? Since 20, 2010 to 2021, how many years are those? For 11 years, the only time he has told me congratulations is once, when we slabbed that room. <laughs> when we put the slab, the upper room, when we put that slab. That's when he told me. I was even shocked. I even saved that message. I have it to date, saved. Congratulations. When I sent him the pictures, we finished. He said, congratulations. I was surprised. Those words don't come from his mouth easily. Because he's my mentor he's not my cheerleader but other people are telling me hey, we make it. wow Hey, room ah apa, apa mtakaaka <laughs> wow kitu ni kali eh hapa like even now when people come and see this my they say wow but when he comes he says what is this now he that's what he keeps on he keeps on telling me what is this now my buddy one time he told me brother msema my buddy unafikiria ni kali ni kitu kile kali za na my buddy he told me that in his office. I said, "Ouch!" <laughs> I said, "Ouch, ouch." That's what said. you I said, "Ouch!" I said, "Ouch." I You have to buy that land and build stone upon stone. See, one my body. I." Uh, uh, cabro, any more things <laughs> that you mzuri missing? I'm my Garden lights. You know who's <laughs> to be the next one? Don't you have? Don't you have thieves in uh, <laughs> along Mandazi Road? Don't you have thieves? because well, that's the work of a mentor. A mentor is to challenge you to encourage you. Yeah. If I'm your mentor, I should be asking you, why are you 29 years and you're not married? Like Elvis, I've always kept on asking Elvis, you I've never told him, wow, you are really an advocate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, You are over the bar. You are over the bar. You are over the bar. i are always challenging him. Is it true, Elvis? Anytime I'm with him, I tell him, brother, you're a baby. Yahukana Kwanzaa. Eh? An auditor. auditor and wife. Another guy is this one. He's always buying shoes because he has no auditor. And clothes. That's the work of a mentor, yeah. So a mentor is not to pamper you and make you feel nice. May they rarely do mentors. When Jesus was dealing with his disciples, do you see where he's telling his disciples, wow, you guys have really decided to follow me. Congratulations. He's telling them harsh things. Like if you want to follow me, you must drink my blood. You must take my body and eat it. Take your cross and follow. If anyone must come after me, let him deny him father, his father, his mother. Not deny, let him hate. Then come and follow me. And even your very own life, you have to hate it. That's what Jesus is telling his disciples. <laughs> he says, one time maybe the disciples had someone who are a relative who had died who died in, in their in their in their home. Jesus looks at them and says, Let the dead bury the dead. Wait, wait, follow me. One of the relatives passes. And I say, do you, you want to stop singing so that you go and bury? No, let the dead bury the dead. You will hate me. You will say you are insensitive. You are insensitive. If anyone must come after me, let him hate his father and mother. That's, a, that's the language of a mentor. Let him hate his wife, his children, his brothers and sisters, and even his own life. So in essence, he's telling you hate everything, minus me, your mentor. That's what he's saying. Right? Because you've hated, your, your, you've hated your, your mother, you've hated your father. The people who matter to you, number one. Now you've gone to the second category of people who matter to you. Your wife and your children. After you finish hating that, he tells you, now you have to hate yourself. Hate your very life. But you, that's the only time you will have qualified to follow me to be a disciple. Yeah, the other rich guy Another rich guy came and told him, Master, how can I follow you? Just told him, if you want to follow me, go and sell everything and come and follow me. And the guy was rich. That's why I actually never followed him because he wondered, Ah, with all this wealth, I sell it to follow this man, that's a guy. He's asking them all the time, can't you pray for one hour? You can't pray for one, you can't go for love group like some someone some some person here they don't go for love. Well, what are they doing on on Thursday? That That's the time I'm spending time with my baby. Hate the baby. If you want to be a disciple of Jesus, hate the baby. Yeah. You cannot be you always in the same place. That's that's that's, that's what it involves (laughs) Having a mentor That's what it involves Being told harsh things Being told you You behave like Satan Not even you behave like Satan You Satan, get behind me You are Satan You if I just tell you foolish Say Parsi You enter the uh, the the Rolling Eye Association of Kenya (laughs) Eye rolling Eye rollers you look like I look foolish, eh? I just told you foolish. Jesus did not tell Peter foolish. He told Peter, Satan, shaitan, get behind me. You brood of vipers. He, that's what he called the Pharisees. It's like right now, I come here and say, you dogs. Madogi. Say, huh? Jesus looked at them and says, you brood of vipers. That's a mentor. He's not here to make you happy. He's not there to make you happy. He's not there to clap for you. To clap for you, what have you done? Look, I'm telling you, I've been decorating this place thinking we have made it. Then I'm told, because you're to mabati." it my Because you when you're told, it sounds, it sounds somewhere, yeah? It sounds, hey. Hey. My At least we have to how? Hey. Yeah. Eh? No effort. But, but that's the work of a mentor. When he said that, I said, I was telling my wife recently, my faith is now moving towards buying land. That's why my faith is moving towards around 10 million. That's why my faith is gravitating towards. I too, you, are content. You want me to clap for you because you live in a bed sitter. Katunge. And your bed sitter has seats and, uh, and a bed. You want me to say, wow. Katunge, you have a meko. Wow. Ah, you've made it. And people have, people have uh, inbuilt ovens. You want me to clap for you for a meko? Eh, Katunge? You want us to clap for you because you have a bed sitter. Benjamin, you want us to clap for you because you live in May Road. And that, that's not even your house, it's your mother's house. <laughs> <laughs> purity. You want me to say, wow, purity. You now I have an iPhone, what iPhone is that? iPhone 6, 6 or 7. And there are people who have iPhone 12s. You use is a a handmade-down iPhone. Okay, you'll get it when you go home. And people have brand new; they unseal it from the box. And you want me to clap for you? I tell you, there's something better. Yeah, you, maybe you buy your first car, a Demio. You want us to worship you when you come with the Demio. You want us to give you parking? <laughs> you want us to write on the at pa- uh, the parking at uh, the parking. We write reserved. We write <laughs> the number plate of the Demio and the color for Demio. For Demio and your name on it for Demio. You want us to tell you, please be going for love group and you have a wish. You want us to beg you for, uh, for you to bless people with your wish. Wish, I don't see Ben's wish, it's not even a car, it's a wish. no eh? <laughs> Pajero, I'm a Ford pick up, I'm going Out of seven days, five days ago, garage. Out of seven days, five days ago God got garage. And others will say, Wow, your highness. Thank you for passing people. What if the day you get a Mercedes, You will be getting asleep. I step on you. <laughs> My brothers and sisters, eh? You want us to you want us to praise you just because you live in Masilodge? And the road I'm good, looks like a farm. In Shamba. It's a quarry. jokes. Tell me about we jokes. People are living in Karen. You are here busy. You are happy as you live in Goroy. And you have dogs. just because you are doing a degree in a degree called community development. That's your degree. Community development. Not even medicine. Community development. <laughs> so you got a jokes. You got jokes. It's community development. If you, if you ask them, what do you become, when you do community development, what do you become? They don't know. They say, you know, you can become anything. <laughs> UN, you can work with UN, NGO. It's an advantage. It's an advantage. <laughs> they cannot tell you what they will become. <laughs> you can do counseling. yeah They can't tell you what they can become. And you want us to praise you. And what you are doing is like Nakumat. You need it, you've got it. <laughs> All under one roof. I wish, I wish you are doing something like, like actuarial science, yeah, something like neuro, neuro, uh, neurology, something, 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 something to do with the brain at least. But community development, you don't even have a clear path that you're going to take. You don't know what you'll become. You know, I can be, I can work in the UN. I can work in an NGO. I can work in a bank, in a hospital. Yeah? I can I can sell airtight lines. You know that's community. Caribe gea, a customer. Caribe ya customer. Takuza wadiya. and be of data. <laughs> Kisha tna kuzuza to of data. Yeah. Kumezwe tatu customer. Karibia karibia customer, tunakuzawadiya 10 GB of data, tukomwezi mitatu. Karibu karibu customer, tunabadlisha line customer, komwezi. Tunakuzawadiya 90 GB of data, tukomwezi mitatu. <laughs> karibu karibu customer, tunakuzawadiya 90 GB of data, <laughs> komwezi mitatu. Karibia karibia customer, kuwanga yani bure customer. <laughs> Yeah, community, that's community development. Anyone else to clap for you? So now you got jokes. <laughs> Number what? Number 13 was what? Read for me that point. That's how you find your way in ministry. Number 14. Become an analyst because you move faster into new areas of life. Into new areas of ministry. Let me use ministry because we are talking about ministry. You move into new areas of ministry. You know it was very easy for President Uhuru to become president. Because of President Moy. Right? He's he's a creation of President Moy. It's President Moy who said in 202. Uyuki Jana, Tosha. So because of that Tosha endorsement, he was able to move into presidency. Otherwise, it would have been hard for him to become president. So becoming an alos quickens your rate of advancement in life and ministry. Becoming an alos quickens your advancement in life and ministry. Because you are following a well chartered road, you have the benefit of those who went before you. Because you are following a well chartered road, you have the benefit of those who went before you. You will not be slowed down by things that slow them down. You overcome obstacles faster because your kind has overcome similar obstacles before. So they give you tips on how to overcome those challenges. So when you become an analyst, you go faster. When you become an loss, you go faster. And the reason why you go faster is because you don't have to experiment on so many things. A lot of us are into experiments. Hey, experiments, mezifanya. Experiments, mezifanya. Different types of experiments. What is telling you, yo? If you want to move faster, just become an Alos. Like the story I was telling you of where we were going, and they told me, don't follow that road, there's traffic. Use this other road. I ended up getting there before them. Because that's the work of an alos. I'm just following a well-chattered road. Someone has traveled that road. Today I was playing golf with a fisherman. A fisherman. I know most of you, when you hear a fisherman, you think of a poor man. Because that's the mind, how that's how a Kenyan fisherman is. But this is not a Kenyan fisherman. This is a South African fisherman. He's a white man. He told me when they go for fishing, they fish in the Indian Ocean, in the Pacific. Pacific and Indian Ocean. Because see South Africa has both. So he told me when they go for fishing, just one round of fishing, they can come back with half a million Kenya shillings. So I asked him, So are you planning what so what are you planning in the future? Told me, I want to follow fishing to the very end. He's 20 years. He told me, because of fishing, I've been to 20. He started counting for me the countries he's been to. Told me, I've been to Costa. some countries I've never heard of, but I could not say. Say, ah, Allah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Linger there. Oh, that country is <laughs> in South America. Okay, okay. He started telling me, over 20 countries. So I asked him. So I was, I was interested in knowing how he did he become a fisherman. He told me, My father is a fisherman. Now he's speaking with that South African accent. My father is a fisherman. He's a fisherman. Honorable Maleba. Honorable. Order, honorable, order. You know, one time I was watching that, that South African parliament. Then one of those people was saying, Madam Speaker. This man just called me stupid. Tell him to retract a statement. And Madam Speaker said, is, is, so he, the guy asked, is it okay for him to use such kind of words? Then the, the Madam Speaker said, it depends. The guy said, okay, Madam Speaker, stupid. <laughs> then he was told, you have to retract that statement. He said, no, Madam Speaker. You said it depends. You said it depends. I laughed. It depends. <laughs> so he was having that accent. So all the time I was I, I was enjoying him. Because I was me when he speaks, what I'm hearing is order, madam speaker. Honorable members. That's what I'm hearing. <laughs> so I was really having a good time. So I was him to keep speaking. Because when he, when, when he speaks, me, what I'm hearing is not what he's saying. So sometimes I'd ask him, maybe we'll repeat what you said. Because me, I'm hearing order members. So, so anyway, so I asked him, how, how did you become a fisherman? He told me I became a fisherman because my father is a fisherman. My father has a commercial fish, fish, fishing boat. So because of that, I became that. So I asked him, would you want to become anything? He said, no, I'll be a fisherman to the very end. To the very end. Told me, I'm looking forward to the day I'll have my own boats. That's what an analysis is. And Allah is saying, I'm choosing this path to the very end. And look, those people who choose a particular path and follow it to the end become more successful than those who keep on trying. Today, like Joy, today you are selling shoes. Tomorrow, you're selling melon. The next day, you're selling sweets. Just choose one path. And you can become an alos. Actually, becoming an alos is choosing one path. He's saying, me, I'm a duplicate of this person. So I'm becoming this particular person. I'm becoming my mentor. Nothing short, I'm becoming that. That's what it is. Maureen, that's what life is. You have to choose one and follow to the end. That's what I was telling you on Sunday. Most of you are in the level of a convert. So you can't see much results because you're still a convert. Converts, are, they are swayed by the slightest of provocations. They are out. Just a little provocation, and they're out. But a disciple, he told Satan, he says, the, where shall we go? You're the one who has the bread of life. He had told, eat and drink. Seventy-two so you live, he said, "Will you not also live. He said, no, where shall we go? But you, convert, you are everywhere, you are everywhere, and is able to do much because you enter into new areas of life by following, by following, you enter into new areas of ministry by following, that's by following following? Like me, because of following, I've been able to enter into the area of ministry of church planting. I'm, an, no, I'm not so experienced, but at least I have a few experience here and there, because I've planted like four churches. So I can tell you a thing or two about church planting, because I've just been following. So now I have a certain experience about those things that people ask me about that. They ask me, what do you think we should do here? You understand? Because I've been in the realm of Church planting. Because of following. Now I've entered into that phase of ministry. You're scared. (laughs) When you follow, you enter into new dimensions of life. New dimensions of life. Easily. You don't experiment. You've been experimenting for years. Just follow. Because of following, you'll get a very good husband. Because of following, you'll get a very good beloved. Father, we thank you for speaking to us. Tá ah, muito show.